Welcome back to another episode of On My Grown, the podcast. It's your co-host, Rodney Boyd, here with the last episode of 2016. It's been a great few, you know, uh, four or so months since we launched in August, guys. So uh, for you, we have kind of a wrap-up episode, best-of episode, where we pull clips from some of your favorite episodes um, that we just think are funny and entertaining and, and hopefully inspire you, you know, to go back and listen to some old stuff or you know, if you're a new listener, it inspires you to go back and, and check out these full episodes. We even have a clip in here from a never-before-heard uh, unreleased practice episode Melanie and I did uh, so long, yeah, months ago. So, you know, uh, once again, we just wish everybody a happy and healthy new year. We want to thank you, everybody, for your support um, in 2016. And we just look forward to creating and having more grown people conversations with y'all in 2017. Take care. Like, he from my part of Miami, like he, my fun fact, my dad was his teacher because Trick Daddy went to an alternative school that my dad taught at called J.R.E. Lee. And J.R.E. Lee was also a president of FAMU. We gonna, you know, fun fact again. But, was he a president? He was something at FAMU. See, I don't look, I'm a you little can't wrestling. be coming with these fun facts if they're not factual. Hold on, I'm a, you know what? I ain't been a FAMU in a while, but... <laughs> So she just he had something to do with some FAMU stuff. Just, okay, he's just, connected to he's family. connected to FAMU. I'll Google it later. I don't know. We're gonna clarify. I don't know how I feel about alternative school being named after me. I mean, but something. they're helping children become better. At least they ain't the jail. They're gonna come out of the school better than they came in. I, That's. I, I mean, yeah, you know, in alternative schools, I, I'm sure they do good work. You know, they do something, and you know, they're helping. You know, the kids not bother the regular kids at the good school. See, so, and that's my point. This is a good school. That and then is this... Trick Daddy, a product of this alternative school, mm-hmm. was not pulled up on by Birdman. Instead, Birdman selected Charlemagne to pull up on, which we're trying to figure out why. And, you know, Charlemagne has always had his little run-ins. And, you know, he got roughed up a little bit, you know, by them two thugs, and he ran away, which was a smart thing to do because he wasn't going to stand there and get jumped. <laughs> People always try to bring that, like, up on him. Like, oh, yeah, because you wasn't saying that when them niggas pulled up on you. It's like, what's he supposed to do? Stand there? Hey, y'all, jump me. No, I'm going to take this beat. <laughs> right, like, what's he supposed to do? I feel like Charlemagne is my spirit animal because I understand him. Like, he came from Wendy Williams. I love Wendy Williams, too. Like, just, you know, they live in their truth of their, they know their a-holes. And he's also a cancer as well. So am I. I get him. And everyone that, like, wants to talk bad about Charlemagne, but I'm not going to talk bad about Charlemagne because I like him. And, you know, and it's, it's helped him, you know, wrote, um, Rick Ross sent him some bottles of rosé, like boxes of bottles, just like Drake did when he said, I'm going to send some bottles to Charlemagne, and he did. He sent some more expensive bottles, to Right. So, respect. You know, you got to, he just keep on doing him, and it's kind of working out for him, just a little bit. Yeah, I mean, mad respect for Charlemagne and what he does. I, I mean, I just I appreciate Birdman for that gold. You know, that the gold that was his his Breakfast Club interview. But do you think from this point on, are they really going to put respect on his name? No, no. He's and not, if it if it, gotten, if like I haven't seen any respect for Birdman <laughs> since Friday. Like there's been <laughs> like a fraction of the respect that he already had. right. Like if he had a hundred. People who respected him now, he has twelve. He got he got so the twelve the, that rode in with him. People, right? I still who, respect. I still yeah. respect your name, Birdman. I'm sure they probably rubbed his back when he got in the car. <laughs> you think that was good? That was good, Birdman. That was or good. Young Thug have any respect for him because he doesn't have any money for them. So, kind of 
that's where this all started from because you paid your artist you wouldn't talk about it. yeah <sighs> yeah so yeah we got the summer coming up and speaking of Charlemagne and drake drake and future are going on tour and i'm very excited about it i bought my tickets today you did don't ask and questions my friends were talking about getting our ticket but we haven't like you know um, black people in the group take oh let's do this and it never comes you know i can't stand waiting on our people to get something so you together by yourself basically no 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 i i mean i know other people i, I there's other people i plan on going with i made the decision that look like i'm gonna get these good seats <laughs> good and early and if they don't want to come i'm just gonna sell them mm-hmm. but i hate waiting on our people to organize because we all because i don't know college. what it is because we always got to make sure it's gonna be popping right we but don't want to commit concert. like i feel like that's what black people with parties too like Oh yeah, no. you know you know homecoming coming up. You know graduation coming up. You know what party's gonna be the move, but you don't get your ticket to the week before right. when they already thirty dollars. Right? Why? But like Drake concerts, you don't even have to ask because it's gonna be lit. Like I went to a Drake concert my freshman year. It was the best concert I've Y'all ever see been. Y'all should see Melanie's to. face right now. She's like, real in love. Like I just thought of me being in the Civic Center. Like okay, <laughs> like when I go to concerts, I don't play. Like I usually like before that Drake concert, I'd only been to like Chris Brown concert. So that time I spent screaming, trying to find my way to the stage so I can touch him or like get a, like Some a drop of sweat on me. Yeah. Like just like, Oh, I need to get to Chris Brown so I can pull him off stage. Or like, I remember one concert, like I had like when Tiger was still like a thing, like I was like, Oh my God, it's Tiger. I got, he like had no shirt on. He goes like, Oh my God, I just touched Tiger six pack and his tattoos. Like I was really excited. I was like 15. But so before like Bert. concerts were, stop it. <laughs> concerts were so stressful. Cause it's like, I had to, be able to have on some flats, I can maneuver, <laughs> I can get to the front. Like I had to, went, I went to a concert. It was for my 14th birthday. Yeah, 2008. It was July 5th, 2008, at Chastain Park. I was in row 18 on the floor for this Chris Brown concert, and somehow I don't even know how I got to the front. I was at the stage. I blew him a kiss. He blew me a kiss back. That's how close I was to Chris yes. Brown. Made my life. So that's how I, that's how serious it was. Right, right, right. And this concert. That's how y'all relationship started, you and Chris Brown. Yeah. Well, that's a whole nother conversation for another day. Like, Chris Brown is my ex, y'all. Just need y'all to know. And, you know, we had a really good run. We were together for, like, almost 10 years. But it just, all good things must come to an end. Like, he had a baby on me, like, mm. publicly dating, like, multiple people. Like, we really went together. But we had to stay low-key for a while because I wasn't 18. So, mm. yeah, I know. So that's where Tiger got it from. You know, it low key because he saw us. He's like, you know, Chris did it, so like Kylie not even that bad. So then it's just like a big mess. But I've left that life behind me. Like Chris is doing good. You, you got know, out of that toxic relationship. I I really did. I got my degree. Like I'm mm-hmm. doing really good for myself right now. You made some lemonade. I made lemonade out of my lemons. <laughs> okay, next question. I don't even know what number one. I think we're on like six or seven. Um. So, okay, why is the good girl never enough? Like, maybe, you know, the good girl might be enough now, but maybe, like, in undergrad and high school, just, you know, in the past however many years of your life, like, why was the good girl never enough? I'm not saying, why do you think in general? I'm not going to say that you guys ever, like, you know, heard a good girl or something, but why do you think, you know, the good girl isn't enough for some people? I think because she wasn't really truly that good. You got to define good. I mean, you just weren't providing the things that I wanted or needed at that time, so I moved on to something that I wanted. Mm, Okay. Okay, so or the someone girl. who could provide those. So things that's for me. that's one instance. The good girl really wasn't that good, and she just mm-hmm. seemed good on paper or something. It's not even on paper. It's just like, <laughs> what is good? 
Like I you mean, go to school, you do your homework, you go to church every weekend. <laughs> I mean, I those mean, aren't the things that I'm interested in. Okay, what in. do you think a good girl is? And what is your personal definition of a good girl? I think generally speaking, a good girl is just whoever, you know, meets whatever your criteria is. I don't think there's any universal standard like in terms of like what we're looking for in a female. I think the approach is the same. You know, you find someone, you know, so you communicate what you want from them. You know, saying hopefully they can live up to those expectations. Mm-hmm. If they do, great. If not, they're not the one for you. No, I think like the good girl is like <clears throat> the elementary school teacher. You know, yeah, that's you like... seen some of these elementary school teachers. These <laughs> 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 I don't think that's exactly. You know, that teacher's like fifth grade. Yeah, you know what girls. I mean? Wears reading glasses, reads a bunch of books, doesn't go out and party. Like, and don't cheat on you. Mm- well, I mean, well, don't be talking to these niggas. Don't text back. Okay, we when when I talk when we talk about the context of relationships, since like yeah, we assume that both parties are faithful. <laughs> like we're just going to assume both parties are faithful. I'm not assuming good girls are faithful. Well, so we're assuming good girls are faithful and bad girls are faithful. You know what I mean? But we're just redefining good and bad. So it's like, but are bad girls faithful? I guess maybe I'm confused. I don't. I don't know. We didn't get to bad girls, so we're still in the good girls. I think a good girl is like, like kind of no. I think state with no. Somebody stated like the one that you don't see out there. Like you don't see out there all the time. Like she's a mystery. She's not all on the gram, half naked. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know she's she's someone that for most men they deem respect because they're a mystery. That I don't know all about her, so I'm curious about her. She's she's holding something back where I'm trying to. I'm trying to where. I, it makes me want to pursue and get to know her better. The good It'll waste girl. her time. The good girl is the girl you know nothing about. Mm, yes. And so... Other than the fact that she's good. And I, I think the thing that when people say, why is she never enough, is there's, I'm sure there's plenty of good, good girls that have, you know, had relationships, whatever. But <laughs> I think nowadays, just in general, mm-hmm. with social media, the internet, it's like, now I can be exposed to a lot more things. Like, these Instagram models, I would have never seen these type of women in my day-to-day life, but now I go on Instagram and I'm over overloaded with these women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So with, you know, prior to Instagram, I never would have seen women like this and I would have desired, you know, like what I considered pretty would have been judged on what's based around me, what I've been exposed to. Mm-hmm. But now I have the internet and I could be exposed to so much more. Now my standards and everything is, is different. And so, you know, where this young lady may have grown up thinking, hey, this is what a good girl, this is what I need to do to get a man. Now, as a man, my imagination has been expanded in so far. It's like, that's you know, and, and now I want to go explore that. It's not about you as an individual not being good enough. It's just about I'm being exposed to so many things that now I'm inclined to explore. Okay. Yeah, I think it's the fear of what else is out there. Man. <laughs> it's literally just that it. It's like... That's what else? Millennials. It, it's it's FOMO. It's fear. It's literally fear, fear of missing, missing out. out, dog. It's like what else is out there that I don't know I like yet. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that's literally some people let that fear dictate their decisions, mm-hmm. and some don't. You know, and some say I'm content with where I'm at now, okay. and some others say I need to continue to explore. Yeah. Like little Santiago and the Alchemist. You know what I mean? It's like go out there and pursue your own personal destiny. Yeah. Well, that was a pretty good little solid answer. James, do you have any input on the good girl? No. <laughs> no. Oh, oh, okay. Cool. Um, okay, let's see. What do we have next? Okay. Do y'all do you guys as mothers know about like your love life and how you treat women or 
you know, your experiences say, like, if you if you ain't asked, does your mama know you ain't asked? Or it's just like, oh, look at my baby. I don't want to know nothing about your sex life, but it's just going to be great. I don't discuss those things with my mother. So, uh, yeah, I don't <laughs> discuss those things with my, with my nah, mom at all. Yeah, we don't do that. So, what do you yeah. guys, like, you got, your mothers don't ask y'all about y'all, like, dating lives or? Oh. Well, I mean, yeah, if you're dating somebody, yeah, my mom asks about my girlfriend all the time. It's, mm. But it's just like. I mean, I tell her, yeah, she's good, and that's the end of the conversation. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, she's really? fine. She likes doggy style, too. Man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Honestly, I talk, <laughs> it's, it's, it's the fathers you got to ask. It's the uh-huh. dads you have the conversations with. Like, so they know. Those are the dad, ones who know like, all My the, dad is, the, the like, I'll have a conversation with him about the shit I'm going through with my girlfriend. <laughs> I guess Your mama can't true. really guide you, though. She's You're right. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like, I need to talk to my pops. I'm like, Dad, I know you've been in this situation before, man. Mm-hmm. What did you do? So she'll and be like, don't just, be out here breaking hearts, You baby. know what I mean? And you just passed up, but your dad will give you that wisdom. Like, listen, like... Your dad will tell you to lie. You're... you're <laughs> That's where it comes from. Your dad will tell you to lie. You know, hey, hey, but your dad will ask you a series of questions before he tells you to do that, though. Mm-hmm. Your dad, he will ask you a series of questions. He will ask you, like, he'll, he'll, he'll get to how you really feel about the girl you're talking to before he tells you what he wants you to do. He will do that. That's true. So... Okay, this is, this yeah. is good stuff here. That's so. what pops are for, man. That's what I plan on being in my son. Okay, to my, 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 my prince, my, my future Tell king. Him to lie. Yeah, you're going to over-communicate with him, I'm going to over-communicate to that <laughs> man. Uh, listen, listen. Listen. Saying a lie, right? I just want <laughs> you to have <laughs> options. And I just want you to have some options. Ship, baby, you know? <laughs> and if not, right, then lie, son. Just lie. <laughs> lie, lie. Like, son, Tell you, a lie, lie, man, lie. Man, if A plus B equals C, it is L-I-E. You know what I mean? That wasn't that funny. Nope. Go ahead. But, okay. Well, that was cool. We got it, though. We got it. Well, I have a different. Rom, though. I have a different experience in that um, I will ask I will ask my mom questions because I am so much like my father that when we talk it's like well somebody finally understands me you know (laughs) it's like I know I ain't crazy I can't be crazy I can't (laughs) be crazy but um, but I I like to get my mom's perspective because she gives that insight that I'm I'm missing so, you know, and I don't run to her, like, at everything. It's like, like, really when there's something where I feel like, where I genuinely feel like I'm missing it, I'm just missing it, mm-hmm. that's when I approach mom. Like, hey, mom, this is what, you know, this was the kind of, here's a synopsis of the conversation. What am I missing that makes this make sense? Mm-hmm. And, you know, she'll be like, well, X, Y, and Z, your father did the same thing when we were young. And he missed that, and and then he finally got it. Okay. You know, so... I'm not. I don't think. I don't think any of us are that bad of significant others. Where our mom is like, that boy is a shame. You yeah. know. Even if we did tell him everything. I, honestly, I think our moms just know how much of a catch we are. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or maybe <laughs> I don't know. Like, like I said, I'm so much like my dad. My mom knows who <laughs> I am. Like, this is like, oh, that boy danger right there. But I mean, what mom wouldn't say about us? You're absolutely right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So you, right. you guys, mothers right. don't give you dating advice at all. Like, even growing up, like, did she ever? Nope. If you she, know, and I think part of said, that. If she can't use my comb, uh, don't bring her home. That was, <laughs> that was some advice my mother gave me. Okay. I you think, know, I think that my mom just kind of expected me to kind of hold myself to a certain standard and then hold people that I associate myself with at a certain standard, like, mm-hmm. just kind of across the board. So, um, not to say that I don't have a diverse 
group of friends, but just, you know, just in terms of those basic things that you should bring home in a woman and that you should look for in a woman. So I think, like, we already established those standards, like, coming up. So it's just, like, she just reiterate, bring home somebody that I would be proud of, and it's already understood. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like, unfortunately, like, I don't think that, that, uh, that, like, my mom... I completely lost my train of thought. I completely lost my train okay. of thought. Okay. Well, we we no, 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 no. no. It's like, I literally. Oh, no, 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 no. I was going to say, like, I don't think that, like, for me, like, I have a problem where I try to figure out everything on my own. So I think a lot of our issues is that we don't seek the advice from our mothers. You know what I mean? Like, when I have an issue that I'm going through with my girl, it's like, I don't, the first thing that I do is, like, call one of my, one of my boys. Like, I don't call my mom or I call my dad. It's like, I don't call my mom. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's like, I don't seek my mom's advice first. Like, I seek the advice of a male first because maybe I feel like they can relate to me most. You know what I mean? And that's just what I naturally would gravitate towards with somebody who agrees with me. You know? Okay. So that could be another, another reason uh, as well. Um, a follow-up question is, like, when you're dating or you're looking at potential wives, I was going to ask this earlier, but I thought I should just partner with this question. Do you guys look for certain qualities that your mother has in future mates? Me, personally, no. I don't look for qualities that my mom has. No? I mean, I don't, I don't mean to sound weird or anything. Yeah. Like this Bates Motel type shit. <laughs> but, I mean, like, I, I have... I think that my mom exhibit, exhibits some qualities that I would definitely like to see, like, in my yeah. wife, just like how she is as a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not to say that those qualities are distinct to her, like, but, yeah, like, she exhibits, you know, qualities that I would definitely like to see in a woman. So. Okay. Yeah, I, w- I, w- I would concur, like, you know, it's not about, like, a physical a- yeah, like she gotta have a mole on her right yeah, cheek. Yeah, yeah. Like I wasn't mama. thinking about like that's physical. Kind of, no, no, no. It's like you know, a little Oedipus-y a little that's bit. Weird. Yeah, okay. that's yeah, not that. But if you admire your mom and you admire like her characteristics, you're gonna say, you know, what? I think that's great in a woman. I love that. I love because I love my mother. Mm-hmm. I want to see that in my wife. Okay. Nah, I did come to the realization that, but my stepmom and my dad, and like my stepmom is like killing it with her. Like, uh, she owns her own like um, staffing. Agency temp agency. Yeah, well, not no, not temp. She like oh yeah, she yeah, re- she's a whole me. recruiting agency. Like she recruits like high, for high level positions. Right, she right. gets a portion of the salaries, and like apparently that like they're killing it. Like they're killing it this year, and like dwarfing what my dad could ever potentially have made. So I'm like, I guess I wouldn't mind a woman that could <laughs> that could that right. could provide such a circumstance for me. You know, that wouldn't be too bad of a situation. You know what I mean? I was talking to my dad, and I was like, man, like. You sure know how to pick them, huh? <laughs> okay, I'm going to um, put a little monkey wrench in the discussion real quick. I know this will be a very entertaining question. I'm not saying this would apply to either of you guys personally, but just from what you have observed and seen in life, you know. Okay, this might be the last question because I think we're kind of getting a little long-winded here. Okay, can we discuss how guys like to do this thing where they have a quote-unquote girlfriend that they're public with and flex on in front of, in, in front of social media with and they still have an entire roster of side chicks. Who's asking these questions? These from I'm telling you, though. And, hurt women. And friends and conversations. No, and hurt women. It sounds like some hurt women. I, I Anybody want to take this one? Yo, I mean, I'm telling you, there are dudes out there <laughs> that have on, an Jamie, agenda. You know what I mean? And some of those dudes are good at what they do. Like, just give them credit 
for being good at what they do. Some are they good? good? Some, are they? some dudes are quote-unquote players. And there are good players and there are bad players. You are talking about the good players that have the ability to manipulate the minds of so many different women at the same time. That, honestly, I don't know if that's to be admired or not, but I know from a female standpoint, it's like, it's honestly, it's bad, whatever. But we have to take note of that man's communication hat trick, his communication (laughs) skills to be able to dupe so many people at so many, at, at one point in time. But, like, you're dealing with the exceptions. Like, those, first of all, like, those skills aren't possessed by a lot of people. You know what I mean? That's what they do, and that's not what the average person is out here doing. So I don't think you have to walk around in fear of some <laughs> dude, you know, out here I playing you at a point of so much, if, like, he's playing you at a level of efficiency that <laughs> rivals, you know what I mean, like Steph Curry and LeBron, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's like, man, like, yes, that man in particular is gifted at what he does. But, like, the majority of us out here are not out here on that. Faithful, faithful, faithful. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So, I just think that's it's a lot, man. I feel like if you have, like, a whole girlfriend, like, is the person that you're catering to, Mm -hmm. like, I I don't mean it like that. No, no, no. I I talk the same way. I understand. I just mean it's a little bit of a person that you decided to be with, right? Mm hmm. And then you have a whole team of girls <laughs> on the side that you're managing. <laughs> Yo, that takes effort. Along with the relationship that you have right now, which, which is aimed at making this this woman happy. I just feel like that's what we like to call living for the pussy. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yo, that's real. what you do, so dog. Like, I, that's what like, you do. Let, let, let James finish. Let it's James like, finish. It's like, all right, so, like, I get it. Like, as a young nigga, like, I, I get it, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, when we come up, we have older cousins, older influences. Like, they tell us, like, yo, we'll talk, like, you know, to be a man at the end of the day, like, you should fuck hoes and shit like that. So, like, that's a young mindset. You know what I mean? Like, that's something that you get into as a young man or whatever. Like, every man goes into that competition with himself. I mean, like, you know, what can I do? But at the end of the day, like, as you get older, it's just, like, you have priorities that take place in your life. You have ambitions that you want to go after. So if you're a type of dude who can manage having a girlfriend, having a team of side girls, and you accomplishing all your ambitions, well, goddamn, like, like, like I salute you, bro. I salute you. You just, you just that, you that dude. But, but in reality, that's, that's not the case. Right, right, right. It's reality, a goofy dude. That's the type of person who, like, doesn't know what they want, and they're confused mm-hmm. about what they want. So this mm-hmm. is their way of making themselves feel better by going after all of these people and having this whole team of girls okay. that's a lot to manage but we need to emphasize what james said like that that's a young man's mindset okay so um we didn't talk about where lawrence went wait you you what rushing you, it you rushing because because y'all what you, else you didn't let me finish what? how artistic his pettiness was you cut okay, me what off else? so he leaves his best buy shirt which if you you know it's like that's the job he got to make her feel satisfied like look babe you know what i have been on my butt i'm gonna get up and i'm gonna do something he could have been started working out okay he had but he had been applying for jobs and he had unemployment coming in and so he leaves that as a reminder like i did that for you 
And then everybody, I'm so tired of people on here calling him a broke boy for taking that pillow. No, see, that's his pillow. And he's not going to give her the satisfaction of rolling over and smelling his scent on that pillow when she misses him. She's just going to have to sit there alone. That pillow probably smells like scalp. And his body soap. And his well, the, and the cocoa butter. Smell like cocoa butter and body soap and axe or whatever. It's in the pillow. Spring. It's in the okay. look, y'all. Look, he's not a broke boy. He's a spiteful boy, and I appreciate that. He's broke and spiteful. But go ahead, bro. Well, he got money now. I mean, he ain't been working that job long enough to get more than two checks. I just. But he probably got a signing bonus. He might. We'll see. I mean, hey, he got a car that's paid. That's still being paid for. So I guess. So so yeah. So one Lawrence is a spiteful artist. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. That is something a man that is truly hurt to the depths of his soul. Those are small details that a man only hurt to the depths of his soul would have done. Okay. No, because you said like he would have had to rush and pack and be like, I'm going to take this, I'm going to take this. And he looked at that pole and said, nah. I'm leaving that. Leaving that. He's not taking that to the next house. He's not taking that pain of Best Buy. How may I help you? I did that for her. Now I'm going to do me. Mm Mm-hmm. And then Lawrence does him. And um, So now we can talk about where we're going. We can talk about where Lawrence going. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, during his unemployed times, he would go cash his check, his unemployment yeah. check at a bank. And there was a teller named Tasha. Tasha the teller. She would cash that check. She was real L.A., downhole, poly from 54th and Crenshaw. You know, yeah. real hoop earrings, you know. Around the wigger. Type. Yeah. And she was like, she would ins- nice. She would encourage him. Oh, my God. You doing real good for yourself. You got really, you know, You had a job impressed. with unemployment benefits. Very easily impressed. Oh, like he was at Best Buy. Him. He had put some graphics up, and she was like, "Oh, you did this. You need to come do this at the bank. You really good." He was like, "Oh, well, you, you know, know something." Told opposite Issa, you know, just uplifting the right. brother. He was know. like, "Yeah, I got this little app I'm working on. You, you got a, you got an app. Work on that, boo. Do you?" And she invited him out to lunch one time, but he was like, "You know what? I got a girl." She got dressed in her body shop five seven nines best. She, you know, had on heels to go to Best Buy, just breasts, just sitting, Tasha tits, just they, they were all just, in his face. They were very noticeable. Like, you ain't going nowhere, but you got all dressed up to go to Best Buy. Because she had and, needed some batteries. Came to get some batteries. <laughs> for what, Tasha? Tasha, what did you need the batteries for? I guess she don't need them batteries no more. <laughs> anyway, so, um, you know, he had a girlfriend at the time. He's just like, you know, Tasha can't really get down with that. And then, uh. Drunk. Emotional. Draken. Hurt, scarred Lawrence calls Tasha. He calls Tasha. And it's time. He hits her with the, with you up. (laughs) And you know, Tasha probably got a special ringtone. I know Tasha got like a. Tasha was probably dead. Tasha looked like she got an Android. So. Rose over. (laughs) You know, Android got them strong vibrates. So she woke Mm -hmm. up. The bitch. (laughs) So, um, the last scene, Issa sees that he's not there. And then the scene cuts to, um, very graphic, um, I thought I was watching Power for a moment. It was no, it was probably worse. Than, <laughs> Andrew and Coke they never did. What they was into doing. I don't know what HBO got going, but it was it was just a lot of demonstrate. <laughs> go ahead, just go. We, it we was wrong. they they were in back shot position, and Lawrence is just <laughs> even faster. It wasn't even just yeah. He I it couldn't even. Lot. It was, and I looked at the good. detail. My man was sweating, so you know he was putting in work. It will, he him was, and Tasha hook up. They they have sexual relations. Tasha's guts were splattered all across <laughs> LA <laughs> after after encountering Lawrence that night. And you know, 
after that, you know, Lawrence became Big L in my eyes. I just feel like <laughs> Lawrence earned his stripes. This he, is much. He was, got his. It was a lot. It was. Tasha gonna be having flashbacks at work. So um, it's interesting to see how that plays out. If you know him and Issa do get back around, Tasha is not gonna go down without a fight. After what I saw on that screen, <laughs> Tasha they, is not. A lot of be, people were saying what Lawrence slipped up is he gave her some quality, heartbroken Henny. Uh, oh, yeah, love. It, was, it was definitely Henny and it was induced, and that's and that's yeah. And a lot, and and and, and of, as always, Black Twitter was split. People, you know, women yeah. like that. Lawrence, he, uh, you know, he dirty for this. Like he shouldn't be over there with that little thought. But forget Tasha. Yeah, and it wasn't cheating, so he really couldn't even be. It was like one of them Issa says, "I'm sorry," but he. It, but here's my thing, you know, like if we just and being mature. You know, I want. I hope they open it next season with him waking up next to Tasha, and yeah. just those emotions. Now it's like and like Tasha waking up and he gone and he, he gone right because like, you know, shoot, Tasha seemed like she gonna get up and make him a full hearty breakfast. Ooh, yeah, I know she got some good pancakes. Mm, like she got some sausage. She got some good omelets. She gonna cook some. She got some thick country I know bacon. Tasha could cook. Mm, Tasha she look like cook. the type house clean. She probably make him some tacos like Yvette did. She probably live in a nice little apartment complex. I know Tasha drives an Altima. Like that. If I ain't sure about <laughs> nothing else, Tasha drives an Altima. It's going to be tough. It's going to so, be tough next So season, that's going to be interesting. Like, he's going to wake up. I feel like he's going to wake up with some regrets. Oh, definitely. You know. He's not going to be no, I mean, I don't know. He's not even with Issa, but he's not going to feel good about nah, it. Nah, he's definitely. hurt, you know, because he loved her and so, yeah. he still loves it. It's just, she... When she cheated on him with that dark skinned brother, over that Castillo board, his man his his manhood was attacked in his mind. I mean, you know how men deal with things, but I mean, you can talk about the double standard. That's a whole nother episode. So, it, 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 but maybe here yeah, I'll be basic as a man. You know, being a little territorial, but he truly loved Issa. He wouldn't just, mm-hmm. you know, he wanted to he he wanted to. Do he took her to go look at rings and you know what she did when they went to go look at those rings <laughs> had flashbacks. she had flashbacks of back shots from daniel it's tough how dare you tough, tough. you like that you like that <sighs> <sighs> that was just so so, so yeah the season ends with her you know molly comes back she probably like girl he go so molly hit that u-turn yeah. and uh they sat in, on, on the, the bouch <laughs> and she wept and i was just like it's a, it's a hard place to me. I love Issa. And it's like, I feel bad, but I can't, but I do, but I don't. But it's just like, eh, sis, hug. I, I, feel bad for, I feel bad for both Issa and Lawrence, and it's possible. Yeah. And, and it's messed up because they show a video of dudes celebrating for Lawrence when he yeah, was in like there they, hitting like, them skins. Like the Cowboys and, just hit a touchdown. And, and I was I was happy for him because I know he needed that release right then. He needed he needed something to exert his his testosterone because mm-hmm. that's the only reason he was going at Tasha the way he was going at her yeah is he had to prove his manhood to her bless his heart to himself <sighs> Poor thing. Tasha may fight Isha Isha after that Tasha has cousins I'm sure she does <laughs> and those cousins they're they coming girl girl I know where we got y'all at I'm gonna be up there like it's gonna be a lot he a good man with a job with benefits with and benefits. a degree and an app and a app and Come he on. puts it down he think he me Big I'm L. sorry what he, what huh what so back to insecure right 
No, no, no. So I'm confused. But go ahead. I'm, I'm, you know. So, some girl was on Twitter was like, they can't get back together, or else insecure is not true anymore. It's not authentic anymore. I can get back together every day, B. Like, I, <laughs> it's not really like a thing to not get back together. I, it's just... it's going to be interesting. I think the whole next season they're not going to be together. She can't go back to Daniel because he was just. Like, to come back to. I would like to see her get with White J and like an um, awkward black girl. That'd be funny. Ah. Quick little. Ba-dooch. I miss Awkward Black Girl. I, wanna, I wish I can go back and watch it, but some all the episodes aren't on YouTube anymore. Really? Yeah, like my favorite episode is the party one. Oh, okay. And it's not on there. It's so funny. But, um, yeah, Insecure is great. Um, Get caught up. Just thank the Lord for good black television between Atlanta and Insecure. It's been a good year for us. Power. Power. Um, you know, Empire's still good. Y'all just need to watch it. Uh, So, yeah, anything else? There was one more thing I wanted to say, actually. Mm-hmm. Finish up. You know, everybody talking about Tasha. It, not Tasha. Talking about, well, no, Tasha, the bank teller, and Issa, and, and the one thing. And what I saw, well, okay, so basically what both Issa and, and, and Lawrence fell victim to is they had some insecurities. They had some hurt. They had some, some bad in their mix, in their relationship. Mm-hmm. And rather than turning and facing it, they let temptation pull them away. Mm-hmm. More so, Issa let temptation of Daniel pull her away mm-hmm. and mess up her whole thing. And that's the same thing that happened with Lawrence. He was in a drunk, emotional, scarred state. Very so what? So with people, what we as... Because this is real life. This happens all the time. But you know what? Alcohol had a lot to do with both of them. Because weren't they drinking in the studio? Yeah. So there's also alcohol. So that, that Henny... Right. So, brown liquor. so what a lot of us need to do is we need to stop turning to the bottles, the blunts, and whatever else. The booties, the bees. Right. We need to, you know, after a little balls. emotional issue, we need to stop like, oh, I'm going to get messed up. Because that's when you make some decisions. That are bad. That makes it hard to come back from. Because I saw this dude, he, this dude posted on uh, Instagram. He was like, a lot of people are out in love, but not together. And it was like, well... Maybe because they didn't make some mistakes while they were drunk and high. They and can't even. It, it was yeah. Just think, just think, period. Some people make dumb decisions completely sober as well. So yeah, just, I just try to clear your mind and just think. Take a step back before you act because it, it, when you break somebody's heart, yeah, can't fix that. Only time, only time to heal a broken heart. So y'all pray for Lawrence and his recovery with Tasha and and uh Issa I think I think Lawrence gonna fall into a, a messed up rebound really. Any predictions? He gonna I think I he don't gonna know. I just hope Tasha ain't pregnant. That, <laughs> nah. that, that's a plot twist. That'll be some more Tyler Perry stuff. I feel like I feel like one or two educated, like Tasha look like a trapper too though. I feel like he pay for a little scrape scrape. A little scrape, scrape. That's what we calling it now. I was listening to this other podcast. That's how they referenced it. Because the other word is just so. I think a little scrape, scrape is a lot more like morbid. Just a little scrape, scrape. No, I'm sorry. Um, maybe a little twenty and seven make her eat a plan B at least. Oh, that's a little <laughs> okay. Made her eat a plan. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm just I don't know. Tasha's Tasha's gonna be a force to be reckoned with. We're next season, we're seeing a lot more of Tasha next season. Um, she gonna be make she gonna make his lunch the next day. She, I'm she gonna be cooking. Mm. I'm just I just know Tasha be a fool in that kitchen. But um, 
that's I don't know. East is gonna have a lot, a lot of pills to swallow, a lot of reconciliation, a lot of just. I wouldn't be surprised if, like, after she really don't hear nothing with Lawrence, she might tiptoe back into the the Daniel. But I think she might go back. I think she might just. I have no doubt that she would. We haven't but, seen the last of Daniel. Either. But I question if he would accept it. Yeah, we'll see. Because after a woman calls me a scratch, she had uh, it. She had the scratch. I mean, I just feel like it's just I'm a scratch her friend. Not Molly though. Maybe Kelly. My, oh, <laughs> but you—that's that don't that won't hurt. No, that's an itch. No, <laughs> but um, <laughs> sick. It's an itch. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think that's about it for me. What you got? Man, you know, I just hate that we got to wait so long for these right. good shows. Next to come year is Atlanta and Secure. Oh, we got um Underground coming back too. My, my favorite is Power. I feel like I'm a ghost. But you're not. I am. I answered like one of our questions like that. I too am a drug dealer that no, owns several nightclubs. Nothing in common with maybe fraternity affiliations, but that's. I have Omari. that look. Look, the ghost always got that look like when something real intense. That's not it. That's not how he looks. That's all right. So um, y'all be blessed <laughs> and uh, yeah, get secure in your insecurities, man. Bye. And that was like. Everybody's grown, so no one really cares about. Oh, yeah, no. sex. Who cares? Yeah. Or like how the biggest insult was saying that someone get hit. Like that was a legit fighting word. <laughs> like, <laughs> he was. No, I don't. How dare you say that about me? And I was like, okay, we're adults, so it's just not. It's not. It doesn't hold any weight anymore. Like it's just like. Yeah, I mean, if people have matured, you know, like yeah, we've matured, we've grown, we're on our grown. Have people matured though? I feel like they probably like tweet women like "you slut" and make black them. Then, funny enough, people say like, "Oh, you get called a hoe by men who can't have you, woman who want to be you, or something like mm-hmm. that." Like, I can't think of last time I was like, "She a hoe." It's really who cares? You grown? Well, no, I did that. Yet, no, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm trying to think. Yeah, like people like, "Oh, she a hoe," like, okay. At this point, you healthy, are your bills paid, do you have a church home? Well, then we straight. Like, <laughs> those are the important no. questions. No. <laughs> Probably not, though. All hoes need a church home. Sometimes, you know, you see that reality check. <laughs> they just need to set up for that, that good Christian brother <laughs> they're going to be with once they, uh, you know what? That's when he's going to look over and like, sister, you. Are you okay with well, this? She gonna come to the altar. <laughs> she gonna come the to the altar. Call. Need to go. Well, there be one. Squeeze that hand twice. And she gonna squeeze that hand twice. Right. And that's gonna be her husband. No, no, no. You know what's gonna happen? Okay. They're gonna be in church, right? And she and the messages are just really gonna move her. And then the you know the brothers are just gonna sense that she want to go down for altar call. And he looks over at her and goes, "You want me to walk with you?" <laughs> <laughs> Something, sister, something my spirit. I just want to prophesy you real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, if you don't get out of here. <laughs> the Lord told me to come over and ask you if you wanted to walk to the altar. No, what's going to happen is she's going to be scared, too scared to go for the altar call. Yes. yes. But she's going to go up for prayer after the altar call. Okay. So it's a little more general so she won't feel too singled out. Right. Yeah, people don't go up for the altar call. But prayer, they get up for prayer. <laughs> yeah, I just need my own. I just want to do it quick. It's always funny. Like Every time there's an altar call, I feel like God's talking to me like, get up. 
Growing up, my pastor every day, and he'd be like, uh, the Holy Spirit's telling me there's one more soul in this house. There's one more soul in this house that needs to come down. He'd be like, but, mm. am I that soul? Is that me? <laughs> Jesus? <laughs> I'm going to go just so we can get out. Yeah, next thing you know, you're in a prayer meeting like... <laughs> Everybody else out of church because you have the sacrificial land. Right. <laughs> for the octagon. I volunteer tribute. I love watching people to see who gets saved. It's like, I wonder what they backstory. Like, I love to like, yeah, like what you do. been through. Like, you know, somebody hood in church, they got like a polo with some like fairies. It's like the least threatening outfit they got in their closet. <laughs> with some and they get saved. I'm like, oh, man. That happened to the dude we got saved for Mother's Day for his mama. It was so, I was tearing up behind. I was like, this is so. And when a dreadhead gets saved, I'd be so booed. Like, mm. Ah, good boys in church, like Grace Needle. Mm. This is like, just like sin. Yeah. Off the streets, man. They probably went back to the street. <laughs> yeah. Covered in the blood. Now they ain't finna get me, dog. <laughs> I'm covered by the blood, bro. Wow, nah, bro. I got Bible study. I can't do this. I'm not. Cold Bible study. Yeah, I may have to meet with my pastor. <laughs> I'm just. But, um,. Yeah, I think uh, I think we we've, we've covered it. Um, oh, what, okay, so you want to? What's the benediction like? What do, what do we? What's the conclusion? What's the conclusion on hoes? Like in 2016, they do exist. There are such things as hoes. They are not mythical tr- creatures. Right. They're not the Loch Ness monster. Right, right, right. I will not slut shame you, but I won't. Con- I won't endorse your slutting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. I mean, what, what else? I mean, yeah, I think there's such thing as hoes. It's not as used, it's not used as loosely, like, we're grown now. So it's not, you know, oh, you're old. It's like, okay, do what you gotta do unless you, you meet the criteria that I mentioned before. It's like, if, if you're not hurting nobody, if you're minding your business, if you're healthy, that's probably the most important thing. Please, you know, stay, you know, get safe, tested. You know, do what you want, live your life, you know, make sure you're doing it safely. Um, yeah, I, feel, I mean, you know, slut shaming is like, okay, I'm not gonna sit here and judge you. And I mean, I might judge a little bit, but I'm not gonna sit here and shame you. Like, inside, I might be like, I'm not gonna raise an eyebrow. But I'm not gonna be like, you wrong for that. You don't need to be doing it. Unless you like with somebody, man, or something. Or you put yeah, you your life. I'm gonna tell you about yourself. Yeah, basically. You know, we, we not stealing husbands no more. Granted, people stealing husbands and marrying them. <laughs> it don't make it okay. Do, look. look don't be Alicia Keys now. I was okay? gonna say because I feel like they a, it's a downfall after you marry somebody else, man. It's just like Ooh. Alicia. I'm sorry because I still need you to sing on Faithful at my wedding. But oh. I'm gonna just I'm, I'm playing. Go ahead. Not unfaithful, unthinkable. See? Yeah, I was like, wait. See, that's that spirit. That's that Jezebel spirit. I made me say unfaithful instead of unthinkable. Unfaithful. Unthinkable, Alicia. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, I had to apologize. I just feel like, um, as long as you're safe, getting tested, wearing protection, not sleeping with people's men, not getting trained, not getting unknowingly recorded, I mean, that's yeah. not gonna be can't. If he trash, like, <laughs> yeah, you just said unknowingly. It's not like phone, so don't get out. Like, be careful if you out here recording stuff. Cause I feel okay if you're recording it, record it for you. Don't record it so it can be promoted. You're supposed to like if you record something on your phone, record it for the memories for you to cherish. 
Not for Lock you to show off to the world. Not because, yeah. Keep, you know, sometimes it's you can't. I feel like if you're taking a video of you doing something, it's because you're trying to capture memories, not because you're trying to promote yourself, promote your sex life. Because then that's when it becomes hoeing because you're selling sex. You know, and real quick, because when I went on that girl Randall's page that she at everybody she had had intercourse with, it was literally all her name is the Nudes Queen. First time. It's like all new. She's like film herself having sex, and then she feels this dude like eating her butt. Both, right? That's anyway. So I was just like, so you really did some investigation. <laughs> I need to sit everybody. I learned like lurking is like lurk is like a way of life for me. But I was just like, oh, racist. It's, yeah. it's just a lot. So please, just you know, social media is evil these days. So be careful, you know, when that record button is pressed. But, you know, live that life. That's that's really that's really the benediction. That's really the, the message. Live your life. Be safe. Don't be with nobody else, man. You know, you're not going to slut shame. I think slut shaming is just, like, frowned upon. Because at this point, we're, like, kind of too old for that. Yeah. You can come to that consensus. Mm-hmm. We're too old for We're too grown to slut So, bonnet wisdom. <laughs> leave people men alone. I feel like. Or leave people women alone. Yeah, you know, don't be a homewrecker because just, or, you know, or if somebody's not your man, and he's not anybody's man, but he's everybody's man at the same time, don't be beefing with other people about him. You know what I'm saying? If he's for everybody, girl, don't be trying to beef with another girl. It's like, man, he's for everybody, so why you mad? You gotta beef with the whole... You gotta beef with everybody. You gotta beef with the entire school if you're gonna be mad at one girl for, for a man. So, that's my bonnet wisdom. You know, that was deep. Don't thank you. Don't be beefing with everybody, bitch. Reflections. Reflections. Um, I don't have one today. You know, sometimes people just talk for the sake of talking, and uh, I try not to be one of those people. So yeah, I don't have a reflection today. But if I have one, I record it, and no, I won't. I'll, I'll just wait till next week. <laughs> so just. Yeah, I thought like this may not have been a good reflection line. This whole podcast has really been about reflection, so. Yeah, it's about maturing and, and, and growing it's, up. It's, it's growing up. You know, growing pain. This is something that, a conversation that needs to be had, though. So, and, uh, yeah. Effective. Ooh, actually, I got one. Oh. I got one. Okay. I got one. So, I was having a conversation with my LB last week about this. Mm-hmm. And we didn't touch on it as much as uh, we probably should have, but the double standard, you know, of, oh, of you know, of men, you know, being seen as conquerors and, and, and whatnot by having a lot of sexual partners. Right. And, um, you know, I, I was never raised to think that, um, you know, I, I think I, I'm fortunate that I, I was in a school district that had a comprehensive sex education class that included abstinence as well as you know birth control and disease and, and birth and you know it, i think i got a well-rounded education as well as you know I, I grew up in the church and and you know so i had that background as well but um i hate when a dude try to sit here and tell me i'm an animal i'm not made to be with one woman you know oh, like God, like we, we 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 yeah that's not what i we not meant for that we not built for that Shut up. You just but these be the same dudes that be in the gym six days a week, be vegans, be vegetarians. Oh. <laughs> it's like, brother, how do you have that discipline in that area of your life, but you want to sit here and tell me you're an animal? Animals don't live off discipline and thought and process. They live off instinct. instinct. Mm-hmm. So yeah, to yeah, s- like wild animals when they go out, like they mama and you teach them nothing. So. <laughs> but yeah, 
so so that's my thing. Brothers, stop sitting here and trying to, I'm an animal. I'm, I'm made to be with more than one woman. No, 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 no. Moral of the story is, I'm, I'm going to translate this into woman. Okay. Men are hoes, too. Yeah. I feel like we didn't touch on that enough. We didn't. And I feel like we almost did a disservice to our audience. Honestly, but I no, mean, we think that men are hoes, so. Oh, we y'all are definitely hoes. Like, y'all are actually the worst, and I feel like y'all get away with so much with this double standard. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what? Like, they, be quick to call somebody a hoe, though. Be quick. I'm like, sir, quick. And then you meanwhile, your thousand off the charts. Right. And it's not even quality. These are not even satisfied customers. That is the worst part. <laughs> like, you just, you're not going to put in quality marketing <laughs> to this. But you have everything. If you were McDonald's, your shake machine constantly broken, bro. Yo, ice cream machine is all the way down, sir. <laughs> y'all, ain't get, y'all ain't got no chicken nuggets. Ain't no more ice. Y'all, char- y'all charging for an extra sauce. You know, and the, the Chick-fil-A's out here ain't bothering nobody clothes on Sunday yep. and they know Jesus. Yep. And it's just like, but you, McDonald's, you a mom and pop chicken shack. Melanie, I think that's a rebel. That's what you said right there. Ladies, stop messing with these McDonald's dudes. <laughs> get you get your, 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 your Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. Clothes on Sunday so you can get the house of the Lord. Yes. Get you somebody that knows Jesus. But actually, because people, like I said, folks, listen to the church, be involved, use, use pastors, musicians in the choir. The musicians, they dangerous. Still be trash. Cheated several times before, but uh, <laughs> but she, do you know that? that but she, she took was, this nigga to the cab and swiped him in. Swiped him in. Can you believe her? Yes, I can. I can absolutely believe. But here's my thing. Too. Here's That's my so thing. Because at the same time, women be trying to like act like no, no, no. I'm not not about the cheating. But women be trying to just let men get too close at times. Like like oh, this is my guy friend. Like he just want to take me. He just want to go to a restaurant to eat. So y'all going on a date. No, 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 no. He's just like, we're just going to sit and talk and we're going to eat at this restaurant at like 8 o'clock. It's date hours. You're going on a date. That's not a date. It's you can't date. go with your male friends no. to a restaurant to eat and no. we pay for ourselves? Nah, that's a date. Wait, even if we pay for ourselves, that's a date? Yep, that's a date. Huh? That's what? a date. How is that a date? See, this is why well, I don't I mean, understand. Well, I mean, he ain't going to put my ch- It's like a lunch date, but it's not like a, a date. Right, like we trying to Like he ain't going to hold the door open and smack me on my behind when I came in. We just, like he's not he hoping to He held the door open and looked at your booty. You don't you you think I mean, that? I my booty thick, so that's not something I can help. You think? <laughs> <laughs> you, like, you think he doesn't want to go home with you, but he's waiting you out. That's true. We don't know their intentions, <laughs> but but y'all want my intentions, but y'all right. no, 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 no. don't get don't I ever. Don't, okay, 
was really innocent. I drove, he drove. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Some other, some other um, wisdom for y'all. Don't ever allow another man to think he can get as close to you as your boyfriend can. So what I mean by that, don't ever go running all the dude when you and your man had a fight because you need a male perspective. Don't do that. Wait, don't ever, don't, that? don't ever go on a lunch date with your male friend. You know, don't ever go on a dinner date with your male friend, but y'all just friends. Because where you say, my intentions are, we're just friends. We'll just remain friends. I love my man. You know, he, he's just a guy. That guy will wait you out. And that guy, and you're giving that man that impression that I'm, she got a man, so I got to be patient. But she's letting me get closer and closer to her. Dang, you know what? I think this was a slip up that I had in the past, and that's why shaking my head. But I know, but, I don't know. No, I know, they know that I, I have a significant other, so they should know. I we don't. How many ladies? La, ladies, let me ask y'all real quick. How many times has a dude? Hey, can I get your number? I got a boyfriend. Oh, you can't have friends. Oh my god! Oh yeah, I had the idea. Okay, we don't care. It's so funny. Me and my sister went to South Cat Mall yesterday, and we went to a hair store, my favorite place on earth. And we're walking, like you know, whatever, being us. And this dude, nigga, whatever, pulls up car, just reeks of hood, nigga. I'm just like, ugh, already. You know, you, know you can smell the hood. Can't you smell like black and mouth? So pull up, <laughs> run down the window. How you doing? Hi. What's your name? I'm like, Amanda. He's yeah, like, all right, how you doing, Amanda? How you doing? You got a boyfriend? I was like, yes, I do have a boyfriend, actually. I can finally say that without lying. And he's like, oh, you got a boyfriend? I mean, you want the side nigga? And I was like, I'm not accepting side nigga applications right now, so I'm sorry. He's like, all right, it's cool. And so I'm like, they can bold with it. At least he... You know what? He's shocked because I thought he's like, oh, you can't have friends. He's like, you, you don't want a side nigga? I applaud him for his originality. But at the same time, it's like, don't be comfortable sir. with being number two. You should want better for yourself. They should, but we talk about niggas here. So, right. like, yeah, whatever. Which is sad. Which is really Get sad. Just say it. So, I, I think that's, a, that's an episode. That's... What, sad niggas? <laughs> <laughs> I meant wrapping up this one. I'm like, like, I don't know if I can talk for a full hour about that. I I meant, you know, I think this, I think that last little rant we. Yeah, I just had to, before I left, you know, I knew it was something missing from the episode. I'm like, I didn't tell niggas they was old. Y'all hoes. Big hoes. Now we can close the episode. I think that's, I think y'all, our hearts and minds are clear. Yes, yes. So thank you guys for tuning in. You know, hope you enjoy every Tuesday. We're going to be back with more. So.